0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
4: Hey, thanks for listening to the Cavino & Rich podcast. Be sure
3: to catch us live every weekday from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino & Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Yeah, let's go. All right, Monday fun day I'm begins. Excited. I'm excited. Another action pack week. CNR on FSR. Love hanging with you guys. Join in and pull yourself up a chair. Let the fun begin. We're it's time hyped. to let
4: down your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Always hyped on our Pee Wee uh, Herman celebration show. Lame. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens. Oh, man. From some of your biggest fans, Cavino and Rich. And the Fox Sports Radio Nation.
3: Uh, Well, we're going to talk some NFL today. We're in that uh, that type of mode already. Football mode. I'll say. (laughs) And, of course, who's the worst player in baseball right now? I'll let you know. (laughs) And uh, trade deadlines tomorrow. So uh, I have a theory. We'll get to all of it right here. C&R. Thanks for rocking out with us. Hope you had a
4: great, great weekend. A Terrence Crawford, Justin Gaethje. Sort of weekend that Vato Loco, Justin Gaethje, a lot of people don't know. He's like 60% Vato Loco forever. Fought Mexican style, beaten Poirier, UFC 291 sort of weekend. So we were there in Vegas representing Fox Sports Radio. We have a bonus podcast show from Saturday. We don't know if you caught it, but definitely worth the listen because we made a lot of great predictions. Oh, so definitely check it out. Subscribe to our podcast, Cavino and Rich. Broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way
3: tire buying should be. And what's up, Flo? Hopefully you had a good weekend. Progressive Insurance, brought to you by Progressive. Makes bundling easy and affordable. Get that multi-policy discount. Combine it all. Motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We'll come up in a little bit. You know, maybe we'll uh, think of our favorite Pee Wee Herman moment of all time. A legend died today at the age of 70. Too many, to be honest. The Alamo. A lot of people don't
4: take me serious when I say it, but one of my comedy heroes for sure. I mean, so much of my personality is based off of quoting P.W. Herman since 1985, on my birthday it came out. 1985, look at that, on my like ninth birthday.
3: And fun fact, if you've ever made it through the whole show, I know, <laughs> I know it's a it's a long th- way to try to make it through two hours of Kavino on Ridge every day. But every day, our sign off for the last 15 plus years has been "Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land," which is quoting Wee and Mickey from Wee's Big Adventure. Except they do it
4: different. In reverse, yeah. They do it in reverse. Um, one of my favorite movies. I saw that when I was a kid, and I've been quoting it ever since. So, huge impact between the movies and, of course, Pee-Wee's Playhouse. And welcome to Stevie's Playhouse today. Steve Cavino and Rich Davis will pay tribute throughout the day. But we got to tell you about the fight, too, man. We were there, and the excitement was real.
3: Yeah, I don't – I never – I promise you, I never want to be the sports guy or – talk radio guy that's like told you so hey if you listen to me but we just happened to be like Nostradamus on Saturday we were it, right it really was like wildly <laughs> about a lot of things yeah it was it was bizarre we first of all we were like Crawford we we both felt Crawford had the edge oh, of course yeah i mean he was the favorite but not a big favorite Cavino predicted the M&M he heard rumblings that M&M might come out who's your source i got to know i got scoop
4: man i yeah. got sources but m M&M did come out, so it was like an m M&M and concert slash fight, but the electricity was real, man. It was a great time to be in Vegas, a great fight, and again, we brought you the hype on Friday and Saturday, Fox Sports Radio, so listen back on the podcast and see where we hit it on the head because we got a lot right
3: from the outcome to the entrance. Yeah, I mean, let, trust me, I'm not saying... I'm uh, the boxing expert. Yeah, it's you but, and Max Kellerman. Yeah, no, but we we were saying how, hey, you know what? The prop bet that we were it's intrigued rich in by Al Bernstein. <laughs> the prop bet that we were intrigued by was there was a prop bet that any knockdown in the first three rounds was plus twenty seven hundred. So you bet a hundred bucks to win twenty seven hundred. Now the bummer is that that bet wasn't available at our casino. Well.
4: Very shocking to see the great Errol Spence go down so early. But I have a theory that I hadn't heard any other sports analyst even talk about yet. Errol Spence, Olympic caliber fighter, had never been in that situation before. Errol Spence had never had his back against the ropes in that way. In a title fight. So I think he didn't even have it in his instinct to hold and
3: wrap up Terrence Crawford. It's, it's, it's a great point. It's like if anything in life, if you have never experienced it, if you're going through a breakup for the first time, you ever see a, a friend that's never really been dumped and they get hit hard later in life? Like, yo, dude, you were never dumped in like high school or college? You could tell because they just don't know how to react. And Errol Spence was a guy that never was challenged even close to the ass whooping he took from... Terrence Bud Crawford. It was a boxing clinic
4: masterclass put on by Terrence Crawford. Errol Spence just didn't have it that night, but again, didn't have the wherewithal to just hold and and get his head back and his fight or flight. And he chose to fight. And I give him all the credit in the world for wanting to fight, to get back up and fight. And thank God it lasted. Thank God it lasted. Every time he went to punch, the counterpuncher Terrence Crawford would just tank him. He was crunchy. He was crispy. He was accurate. He was precise. I'd never seen a performance like that. But it's like everything he threw landed and landed hard. And he just had too much for Errol Spence. And the crowd was so into it, man. And it was primarily an Errol Spence crowd. We were there. We heard the roar of the crowd. And I'd
3: say it was like 70-30 Errol Spence. No doubt. And you made a great point. So let uh, let me back you up. When when you see someone in sports or life encounter something that most of us do, but they never did, you could see they're almost lost. Like Errol Spence was never roughed up. What's the biggest complaint about boxing? Oh, they're hugging. They're you know they're not fighting enough. They're oh, they're, they're wrapped up again. Errol Spence should have been the guy hugging and trying to wrap up to like gain his composure, get a second, take a breather. But get when his he was, head and legs back when he, he was getting roughed it. up, it was a it was new territory for Errol Spence so instead of doing the smart thing which was at that point let me hug Terrence Crawford let me get in there let me have the ref have to break us up I need a second he didn't get that second Ramos he just kept flailing his arms and one of the other bets we made we talked about it on Saturday's Extra Pod was any knockout was plus 700 like you bet 100 to hit 700 everyone thought this was going the distance which is why it was surprising that Crawford, whooped his ass. I mean, whooped his
4: ass. Now do they run it back?
3: No. Earl Spence has it in the contract
4: that they could do a rematch. Each guy took home over ten million dollars, gained a lot of hype, took home a lot of Instagram followers. In today's world, that matters. Popularity matters. I say absolutely no, a la Rocky Balboa style. Unless, of course, they're saying. They bring it up to 154, which gives Errol Spence a bit of an edge because I said it before the fight. Terrence Crawford had a slight edge because he was growing into that 147 welterweight division, growing into it. Errol Spence was trying to stay in it, (laughs) which put a lot of stress on his body. He's a bigger guy. So if they fight at 154 next time, maybe we see something different.
3: Probably not, but man. If you're in the NBA, right? What a fight. If you're in the NBA and you get swept 4-0, you don't run it back. You know when you run it back? You run it back when you lose Game 7. It's like, oh, I could have went either way. The ball bounced this way. Hey, Game 7 in the playoffs. Your pitcher gets roughed up roughed up out of the bullpen. You might run it back. When you, when you get sort of dominated very one-sidedly like Errol Spence did, you need to go back to the drawing board, maybe get another fight in there in between. You don't... It would be humiliating. I think the same result would happen. What would change? It was sad to see, knowing
4: how great Errol Spence is. He's a great fighter. And Terrence Crawford was the the bigger, better, well, actually the smaller, but better man that night. And he made a really great, excellent fighter look like trash, to be honest. He embarrassed the guy. And we were there to witness the whole thing. And I'll tell you. Just from the crowd standpoint. You. <laughs> I said, I'll tell you. I didn't give you a, a danger field impression, but I'll tell you that being there was so much fun. It was a, a haze in the crowd. I felt like I was high there from was like all the weed. There was like a fogginess in the crowd, and it was electric. And I don't know if it was like. Just in the atmosphere, it was all the smell of weed that was in the air. There was that Danny G, you know that like concert smell of weed. Oh, you're like, man, this is great! And dude, everyone dressed to the nines. Talk okay. it up, man. Celebrities were there, so the excitement was real. Like anybody
3: who was anybody was there at that fight. It was it was wild how unmonitored the weed smoking was in an oh, arena. Yeah. I mean, hey, you want to get high, man? Dude, <laughs> Ramos, there was a. You, you know what? Sometimes a game fireworks will go off so that they'll have that remnant of like smoke clearing for like a half an inning, where that's it's like that's it still looked, the, there's still the smoke from the fireworks in the seventh inning stretch. So it made the whole experience feel like like you're in a dream sort of scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got sec, I got secondarily high, yeah. and I'm, I yeah. I look down the row. I'm like, is everyone in the, is everyone around like me the, feeling? It's this?
2: the opening drive of the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so then <laughs> what you're
4: seeing just didn't seem to be real either. You're like, whoa, this Errol Spence is. Hitting the canvas like that, and, dude! I've never seen anyone put on such a dominant performance in a title fight the way Terence Crawford did this weekend. It was amazing to see. He is now a household name, and well, slow so down. He should see, be, but I don't. I mean, I don't think that one. <laughs> what he does next? He's he gained like over four hundred thousand followers just over the weekend. For real? Yeah. So big, big fight. We were there. We made a lot of great calls, and I'll tell you what. Something else I haven't heard anyone else say. Terence Crawford won that fight the minute Eminem walked them out.
3: Oh, the dude! Minute before he, that, he before before that even started, it was star studded. I want to, I want you guys to know who got the most applause. You know they go around the arena before the fight. And they're like, there oh, there's Tracy Morgan. Hey. I, was, I was hoping they put the camera on Covino and Rich, no, but it didn't, it didn't happen. Not enough. there yet. But it was like, oh, Tra- Tracy Morgan. Everyone's clapping. Oh, no. there's Evander Holyfield. Oh, yeah, Evander Holyfield. Maybe if I say Mecca High, Mecca Hiney Ho. No, no, no. Mecca High, Mecca Chani Ho. Rest in peace, Pee Wee. Um, the two people that got the biggest applause. I know it's a, a fight, so it's going to be fighters. When they put the camera on Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao. That place Errupted. went nuts, and then oh, the only person bigger than they're like oh, Chris Brown oh there he is oh there's this actor uh, Mike Tyson, who's unbelievable so, spa- he's so spaced out you didn't even look at the camera he doesn't even know he's on camera everybody the whole went, arena
4: everybody <laughs> cheering about everybody everybody making so much noise it erupts place went nuts for Iron Mike it was such a great time you know anyone that says boxing's dead is is absolutely wrong about that. However, UFC did have a great night as well, great card and a great fight. Like I said, Justin Gaethje with the big win and great sportsmanship from Poirier. But the minute Terrence Crawford came out to Eminem, and I heard what song he came out to, the minute I heard the song, I was like, there's no way he could lose now.
3: Dude, if you look at our Instagram cameras, at Camino cameras Rich, out. You, the, 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 the <laughs> I've never seen. Spotty's face says it all. Spotty's spot. Your face says it all. I was very excited. Had, it was like jubilee, <laughs> pure, pure excitement. Shocking
4: like, all. And on a side note, I know Eminem is a, as a professional, he's no stranger behind the microphone. But you don't want to mess up that entrance. And how did this relationship even come to be? I know you got the backstory, Danny G. But I'll tell you what. I'll say it again. You choose Lose Yourself, which might be the ultimate hype song of all time, a Grammy award-winning soundtrack song, Grammy award-winning hype song. You choose to come out to that with Eminem in front of 20,000 people and millions
3: all over the world. You cannot lose. You won't lose. You won. The the, the vibe, the momentum, and something I learned after the fight, maybe they said this on the broadcast, Terrence Bud Crawford had like a fishing net over him and I didn't part know what that was about. part of his uh, boxing trunks too were made of like a fish net. not not fish net like uh, Oscar De La Hoya dressed up in drag, <laughs> like 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 a fisherman's yeah. net. And part of it was because I think Errol Spence referenced himself like, yeah, I'm the big fish. So Crawford said, oh, I'm, I'm going to catch the big fish. Well, and I thought that like, was really cool.
2: Don't forget that song also won an Oscar.
3: Yeah, oh, an no. Oscar anagram,
4: yeah. Anagrammy, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. So I mean, that's. That's how important this song is. Like that song gives you chills. It's a great song. So you come out to that and you got to win at that point.
2: Yeah, and I was looking at Complex, uh, the article about Crawford and Eminem. It said it started when Crawford posted a video on IG of him training with Stevenson. The champion confessed that he l- he'd he love for M to walk him out for the historic fight. I think it would be dope to have Eminem walk me out or something like that, he said, realizing that the rapper had never done anything like that before. Eminem saw the video and was ecstatic, this says. This is too crazy, Eminem wrote. You are one of my favorite boxers right now. The rest is history.
4: The rest was history. Eminem was part of that. And as I was saying, when he introduces Terrence Bud Crawford, he can't mess that up. And that's why I think he didn't rap the rest of the song. Just like Let It Breathe. Make your entrance. Say what you got to say. Walk them out and you move got the, You on. got this weird stage fright thing. You're a
3: performer. You think Eminem's going to mess Why didn't up? he perform? You think he's going to mess up? Ladies and gentlemen, Terrence Budd, Effin Crawford. What, what is he going to nah, mess
4: up? He says uh, you're... Unified champion or something like that in the beginning. Oh yeah, that's so a awesome. lot. Soon to be,
2: and it was almost like everyone just seeing him was enough, and him doing the intro like a DJ over his own song was enough. Because then he just stood there and took all the yeah. applause and cheers. Denny, everyone, great.
3: everyone in our section had that look that Spot had on his face. Yeah. Like everyone was looking like what?
4: Even Errol Spence Whoa. was like, I think
3: done after that. And I'm not.
4: Yeah, Errol Spence said, oh, no. (laughs) I'm not making any accusations or really insinuating anything. But there was something odd about Errol Spence's demeanor. Look, it could be as simple as as Sugar Ray Leonard told us on our show. Maybe his biorhythms were off. It happens to the best of them. Like, it wasn't his day. The way it's been explained to me is like, you know when you just wake up and it's just not your day? You're just a little off. You don't feel right. Lethargic. Yeah. Imagine waking up. Did you call me? On one of those days and knowing you have to fight. Something about the look on Errol Spence's face and his body language. Everything, he looked too, he looked about too it. chill. He looked too chill. Maybe he was getting that secondhand hand smoke. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but he, he didn't seem to be as present as he should be fighting a beast like Terrence Crawford. But those are our takeaways. It was great to be a part of it. Uh, We implore you to check out our bonus podcast from Saturday prior to the fight. Again, available on Fox Sports Radio. Just search Covino and Rich. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the weekend
3: of fights and fun. I have a fun question to sort of wrap this with as we get into some more stories from the weekend. We're going to talk some NFL. Aaron Rodgers chirping loud. You got to love that. I got a question, too. Is that the best hype song? Lose Yourself? (sighs) You know what it is? Ramos, if you could play the beginning of that again. Lose Yourself's great, but a lot of times the radio edit or when you hear it on SiriusXM or iHeart or Spotify, they go right into the dun-dun-dun. that be the eerie part. This part, yeah! Las Vegas! Make some noise for the next undisputed welterweight champion of the world Terry
4: Crawford! Yeah, Yeah, it was nuts. (laughs) So, not only undisputed, but again, he's the he's the unified champion. Four belts, all four belts now belong to Terence Crawford. So
3: major major props to him. Is Charlo next? Who's next? I don't know. So, I got a question for all the gambling fools out there. 87799 on Fox. I know I'll get some good ones on this. Again, we'll talk some NFL. I'm in that but once once NFL hits, I become a different man. Oh, boy. I ta- you know, I th- I've said this before. You have to date someone a full calendar year before you decide to get engaged or marry someone or anything. Because when I met my wife, I was like, you don't know. Come football season, I change. <laughs> like, I really do. Because you hone in a different way. Danny. There's things you cha- about Rich you couldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. You shouldn't. Understand. Another great Pee Wee reference. I don't understand. Danny, Danny, you don't think you're a different man in football season? Oh, I definitely am. I think you have to, you can date some girl and not realize what the summer version of her is. She might be like some summer hoe or something. Who knows? Like hanging at the beach with her friends. You have to date someone a calendar year. I'm a different man, football
2: season. When I first put on the quarterback documentary, my wife was walking past and she saw it and she said... Oh, boy.
4: We're it's, almost to that time oh, of yep. the year. You
3: watched it in one night. <laughs> <laughs> that's what? Is that how many? That's like uh, eight, eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. You watched eight hours of that. Yeah. So here's my question for the gambling fools. As we, I say, well, they get to some football, trade deadline, rumors, a lot of st- fun stuff in baseball. But for the gambling people like me, what is the most stressful thing to root for? I'll give you a couple examples. And if you feel like you could top it, I would love to hear it. 877-99 on Fox. Top that. Now, if you're watching a football game and you got the under, and you're rooting for teams like don't score, don't score. Oh, come on! The over under's forty four. There's forty two points in the game. A field goal, I lose. No rooting against scoring. That's stressful. NBA downtime at the end of the fourth quarter. You're like, please, no backdoor cover, no nonsense three pointer that means nothing. Come on. I got one that might top it all. Spot and I won money over the weekend. Yo, high five, Spot! High five. We oh, bet, sorry, we bet Crawford twenty-five bucks, paid five hundred. We bet knockout in either the eighth, ninth, or tenth round. Right now, Crawford was whooping his butt so much that in the end of the seventh round, he knocked out Spence with one second left. And I'm like, if he stays down. And I missed this bet by a, a knockout with one second left. I think rooting for something in boxing or UFC might be one of the most stressful bets to watch. Well, we have a story, too, to prove the point. So, your feedback next. Kavino and Rich here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, now, coming up. Oh, you know, we got to play today, I forgot. Today's Monday. Prime numbers. Oh Bye-bye sports trivia based on jersey numbers and it's a chance for you guys to win a nerf football coming up next hour on the show we're gonna expand the
2: board today too
0: oh Oh, yeah yeah. (laughs) this is
3: gonna be good all right well hey that's all coming up here on fsr now when was the last time you looked at your tires i mean really took a close inspection well worn out tires
4: are a danger to you your passengers and other drivers so take a longer look all right Grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. So head over to
3: TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires are how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Goodyear tires shipped fast and free to you or one of 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is
4: available in many areas. Bring the tires to you at home or work and install them on site.
3: Which is ultra convenient. So go to tireact.com slash sports and see their Goodyear test results and special offers. That's tireact.com slash sports. tirerack.com, the way tire buying should be.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio Radio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers.
4: If you have one shot or
3: one opportunity to do anything, I think you played a song ahead of time. <laughs> if you have Eminem introducing you, there's a good chance you said a one.
4: Congratulations, Terrence Crawford. The best to do it. At 147, welterweight champion of the world,
3: unified champion. Man, how classy is James Lennon Jr., by the way?
4: <laughs> oh, that guy.
0: Oh. <laughs>
3: The classiest. It's
4: showtime. So
3: classy. Yeah, when
4: he said it's showtime, man, the crowd went nuts. We were there. We brought you the fun live from Vegas. If you missed any of it, our Friday and bonus Saturday show is available for podcasts. Search Covino and Rich. My Subscribe. Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, sorry. So subscribe to our podcast and
0: check it out. What's up, Ramos? My dad used to take me to the Olympic Auditorium in Los Angeles with, with uh, his dad would be the announcer, Jimmy Lennon Senior. Yeah, and my dad loved that guy. I mean, that's why he would take me to watch the fights. Big, you know, fights at the Olympic were really big in downtown Los Angeles back in the seventies and stuff like that. Oh, those guys uh, make the
3: fight. Yeah, and he was. Oh, he the was dad, great.
0: He, James Lennon Senior. Yeah, he would always have the mic come down from the rafters.
3: Yes. And he'd he grab it and you know, awesome. He was also, besides being a, a legendary announcer, he introduced Rocky Balboa in one of the Rockies, I believe, right?
0: James Absolutely. Lennon Sr.? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was Would wasn't. Frank Stallone have been the person who came out with Rocky Balboa? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
4: Frank. Do-do-do-do. Take <laughs> it back.
3: Well, I've been told by. do do do, do. Some people <laughs> and they are. Take it back. Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Who, who, who was it? a picture the Rocky. other day? Like, we saw a picture on social media. It was Frank Stallone, Sly, Henry Winkler, and John Lovitz. And I'm like, I would love to hear what they talk about at lunch. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw that a lot. Yo, one. Frank. Yo, they did like Henry Winkler. love <laughs> a
4: great fight. Hi, guys. Love <laughs> hanging out with you. It's Cavino and Rich. Rest so in peace. True. Paul Rubens. We got DJ Ramos on the ones and twos. We got Danny G super producing, getting us ready for prime numbers. We're playing prime numbers again. Can't wait. For the second time, our brand new game. It's how well do you know the jersey number of your favorite star? So if you want to play along, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. And, of course, Dan Byers back. And I want to let Dan Beyer know that you're paying up your debt. I know. This week, you know, we made a bet. We said the winner, the person who had the, the team with the best record wins money come All-Star break. And the person who picked the team with the worst record has to wear Crocs. Well, Rich won both. So he's buying us all food, but he's wearing his Crocs this week. Yeah, As all of week. right now, he's wearing Crocs in the studio because losers wear Crocs. That's the point. That's <laughs> See, the point. I like it. Losers you know what? And, and weanials, younger guys. They
3: feel good for my uh, my old guy, plantar fasciitis. Don't even
4: talk about that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Again, I know. we're live from the tyrackcom studios, Cavino and Rich, and we hope you had a great weekend, a great fight weekend.
3: Now, as we go to Dan Buyer for an update, I did read the feedback, and I, I'm going to say it. There's two far and above every other bet you're rooting for, and the feedback confirms it. So I will I make it fact. You're talking about, like, betting anxiety the, moments. The stressful, the, the most anxious betting situations are, one, rooting for a fighter to last through a round where they're getting whooped. Because you're like, no, no, I have them losing in the next round, or I need the fight to go a certain, like, over-under. Rooting for a, a wobbly-legged fighter to hang in there. Is number one. And, and that's exactly
4: what happened oh, to me this weekend.
3: And very close number two is rooting for the under in a football game. And you're like, please don't move the ball. And when they pass the 50-yard line, you're like, oh, come on, come on, come on run the ball, get get caught up, crappy punt, don't don't score points. Those are the two bets that give you the, uh, the nervous farts and the anxiety. It's definitely fighter going further in a fight and over-unders. I was 30 seconds away. From winning twenty one hundred dollars. Twenty five? Twenty one hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred.
4: You bet uh, you bet a hundred bucks. The referee stopped the fight with thirty seconds left in the ninth round. I had a hundred bucks on Spence getting knocked out in the 10th round. So if he would have just lasted 30 more seconds, well, that's I could have won that.
1: Yep. <laughs> that's what she said. All right, Dan Byer, what's going on, man? It's been a minute. How are you? Guys, it has been uh, more than a minute. It's been like, a gosh, two weeks great maybe? To yeah, you well, went, uh, well, were you in
3: some type of yacht in the French, uh, <laughs> French Riviera? What are we doing? <laughs> no. No yachts in the
1: great state of Wisconsin. But you were in Texas, and then you were in Jersey. Yeah. I don't know, Spotty and Cavino had a delay in theirs, but then they were off. Yeah. And so it's it, it's been a little while. Nice to see you, man. And uh, it's great to see you guys, and it's great to see some trades going down in Major League Baseball. Mariners just sending closer Paul Seawalt to the Arizona Diamondbacks in exchange for three players, while earlier today, Guardians traded pitcher Aaron Savali to the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays are sending first-base prospect Cal Manzardo to Cleveland in return. Now, the trade deadline is tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern time. USA Today reports the Tigers will move pitchers Eduardo Rodriguez and Michael Lorenzen and Rich, are you nervous at all about uh, Justin Verlander? Do you want him gone? You know, no. Well, here's the deal.
3: You, I don't care about Steve Cohen and how he spends his money. You got rid of Scherzer. I think you need to keep one of these big guns for one more year for next year because the Mets are, even though they're under 500, I'm maybe I'm delusional, but I think they're close. You know, so it's like I don't think you need to bust up the whole team. you, yeah. you, you make a couple moves. They got Acuna's brother for yes. Scherzer. So that's actually a pretty good deal. Hey Dan, did the Yankees get rid of Luis
4: Severino yet?
1: <laughs> Cuz I wouldn't mind that at all. No dice. No oh, no news okay. no news on that. Uh, the uh the other piece of information is Jazz Chisholm back for the Marlins tonight. He's missed about a month with an oblique issue. He's going to be in the lineup when they take on the Phillies. Baseball's trade deadline is tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern time. At the end of your first year, yes, I just learned Discover credit cards do something awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn doubled. The cash back from trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Some NFL notes. Cowboys running back Ronald Jones has suspended two games for violating the NFL policy on performance-enhancing drugs. Saints running back Alvin Kamara, according to ESPN, will meet with Commissioner Roger Goodell about his arrest last year for being involved in a fight at a Las Vegas nightclub. Misdemeanor charges as he accepted a plea deal earlier this month for Camaro, but he's expected to meet with the commission. Colts running back Zach Moss broke his arm in practice today, while Broncos wide receiver Tim Patrick, who missed all of last year with a torn ACL, suffered an apparent Achilles injury in practice today. Guys, back to you.
3: Thank you, Dan. Hey, Dan. um, It's so funny. Last week, we had not talked about Zach uh, Zeke Elliott for the longest time. And then, like, we left, and that day it's like, oh, he's hanging with the Patriots. Any word on that, or is Zeke still, uh, floating nothing around?
1: yet? But as I just mentioned, the Ronald Jones situation in Dallas, uh, kind of filling Zeke's spot. He's going to miss two games. They're thin, but no movement, at least with Zeke in, in New England. I had felt that maybe he'd just go back to Dallas on a lesser deal if there were wow. no other suitors.
3: Is that, is it, do you think he has, was that hurt his ego too much? Um, I mean, I know you want to yeah. play, and it's it's.
1: I don't. I I think they have a good enough relationship right. in Dallas.
3: Yeah. Now, but This we'll is see. this is such an interesting time of the year. Thank you, Dan. Trade deadline time, Covino. Mm-hmm. I always look at it like there are guys that are in a bad relationship. Like picture picture dating someone, you're not getting any booty. You feel underappreciated. Been there, dude. I know. You, you don't feel good about it. You feel like whatever you do, I can't do nothing right. It, it just doesn't click. You're, as you're, we always say, the the
4: relationship sometimes takes on a life of its own. When it gets to that point, no matter what you do, just like, nothing seems to work. Like
3: you're you're at work dilly dallying because you don't even want to go home to her or him because you're like it's wrong. It's not working. Think like, of players. It's like the universe
4: doesn't want it. Yeah, to
3: work. think of players that are on teams that that fits wrong and they just know, my future is not with this organization, and come trade deadline time, they get a fresh start. They're appreciated. They may be going from a team that's out of the mix into a team that's right in the wild card situation or a division leader. So I think trade deadline time, I always love to see some of these guys totally change their situation. There's guys that, unfortunately... Well, well unfortunately, that's a lot of pressure
4: on these guys sometimes. Like, whoever the Yankees get... And the Yankees are gonna make some silly move, you know it. So I would say grab your popcorn and just wait to see what sort of desperation move they make. Whoever they get, there's so much pressure on that dude to be the person you
3: just described, like the savior of sorts. Well, we talked last week about how Kike and Joe Kelly both seem to thrive in Dodger Blue. Yeah. And it's do. like, you know, reunited it and it seems fit. like it yep. feels so good.
4: Yeah, better fit. They're they're much better players where they're comfortable and appreciated.
3: Yeah, and Joe Kelly
2: went in for the Dodgers the first time the other night, and he got a W.
3: Yeah. Isn't that wild? So sometimes you find your way back, and you know what? It's, it's you, you go somewhere, you might not feel like it's the right fit, and trade deadline time. I always feel bad for the guy who is a cog in the winning team, and then he just happens to be the casualty when they're upgrading. Like, oh, you know, we're, we're, we need extra bullpen help for the stretch run. And it's like, all right, we're sending you, you know, like, to like a crappy team. And then they, then they have to waste away. And it's like, oh, man. All right. But do you have any trade deadline moves that come to mind that you remember loving? Where it's like that guy. For me, I just saw it was like on this day. Remember when the Mets got Cespedes and they made that whole World Series run because of him? Like he changed the, the dynamic on that team for a minute.
4: I mean, there was a lot of those players for... Again, I'm a Yankees fan, but that came and played for the Yankees at the right time. Like, you know, Cecil Fielder's of the world. Again, we're live from the com studios. I'm trying to think of Cecil Fielder's number. Well, you know what? Th-
3: as we get ready for Prime Numbers next right, well, hour. We'll get to that. Live from the Tire TireRack.com studio. Um, prime Numbers, NFL, all coming up here on Fox Sports Radio. Now the summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes rolls on. One winner has already been selected to win four tires, brand new tires from Tire Rack. And now we got two more that are going to have the opportunity to get four tires plus installation taxes and fees valued up to 1500 bucks enter daily which gets
4: you a new entry into the contest every single day at FoxSportsRadio.com to boost your chances to win two more winners will take home a set of four tires brand new tires between now
3: and August 27th to enter and get rules visit FoxSportsRadio.com sponsored by tireact.com, the way tire buying should be the
0: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans and yet
3: Wayne <laughs> Meant to do that.
4: Oh my God. So quotable. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens. I adored Pee Wee Herman, man. Made me laugh from childhood to adulthood. I don't know if that says something about me or maybe had a real unique ability to make kids laugh and adults laugh. Rest in peace.
3: Camino showed me a clip of when Pee Wee was on wrestling and he was with The Rock. Yeah. Yo, and That was funny as hell. So good. And by the way, if you're in that
4: Pee Wee Herman sort of mood because he passed away, you know, cancer sucks at the age of 70. If you've never watched Pee Wee's Big Holiday, which was his Netflix comeback from 2016, 2017. So worth the watch. It's funny as hell with Joe Manganello. Joe melele <laughs> It's so great. Definitely check it out. Again, something you can watch with the entire family. Guaranteed to laugh. One of my comedy heroes, Paul Rubens, Pee-Wee Herman. I wear my boomerang bow tie today in tribute. I'm Cavino. That is Rich. It's the CNR show on FSR.
3: Now, coming up, we are going to play prime numbers. Gonna go over some of uh we're gonna play a little game, give away some prizes. All based on your favorite athletes' jersey numbers, but we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers, NFL. This is the month. Tomorrow is August, which means NFL—the month the NFL comes back in full effect. So, when you see Aaron Rodgers say, "I think Sean Payton needs to keep my coach's name out of his mouth," what's the first thing that comes to mind for you?
4: Pee Wee Herman, because Sean Payton was like, "You're the worst." And then he was like, I know you are, but where am oh, I? Stop it. Right, and they went, Then they go back and forth. <laughs> they for a minute. And then, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But
3: is this the new Aaron Rodgers? Is this the Aaron Rodgers that is doing everything yes. right? Yeah, it's great to see. It really is.
4: I like the loyalty there. I do. I like it. I like it. I really do. I think it says a lot about his character. And I think we're seeing a, a likable and different side to Aaron Rodgers in New York. I'm not saying he wasn't that guy before. But maybe on a bigger stage. I don't know what it is, but we're seeing him, like you said, do all the right things. Now, do you... I mean, I don't like the quote because it makes me think of Will Smith, and I sort of lost respect for Will Smith. Man, keep
3: my wife's name out of your mouth. I do wonder, though, when someone talks trash about someone in your life or someone you're friends with, how do you handle that?
4: That's interesting, man. For example... And I do this all the time, not to make it awkward, but to make sure that I'm displaying the character of Aaron Rodgers here. You don't want to be a disingenuous, two-faced jerk. Let's just say that. You don't. It's jerky behavior. For example, when someone's bad-mouthing someone that's always been cool with me, I always feel that red flag going off to say, well, I get it. But he's always been cool with me. Just to clear myself and my own conscience of of I'm not participating in this I, slander. I right didn't now, pile or, on. Yeah, I didn't pile on or bad mouth or contribute to this conversation because I feel like I'm I'm not having that dude's back if that dude's O.E. or
3: person has always yeah. been cool with me. In like that it, moment. If, if we were in mixed company. And they were like, man, Ramos is the worst. I I hate Ramos. And me and Ramos yeah, that are cool. Stinks. I, I would say. How am I Ramos' I say, friend hey, if I don't oh. say I would something? say, hey, I, you, that might be your impression, but I'll tell you what. To me, he's a great guy. I think that's the rule. I think I think you're sort of a punk. Yep. If you don't stick up for someone that has done nothing wrong to you. So I just know. that's what
4: you have to do in that moment because it leaves it open to hear what this person has to say. Right? Hey, you know, you're entitled to to not like the guy. That's fine or have an issue with that dude. But I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know. (laughs) Like that plain lady, whatever she said, right? When she had that flip out. I want all of you to know right now (laughs) that I'm friends with Ramos and Ramos is a good guy.
3: But proceed with the slander. Let's hear it. You have to do that. I feel like if you don't defend your 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 pal, or your coworker that you believe in, yeah, it's a a punk move. I I don't think sitting by quietly is like the move. I really don't. I I will stick up for the person that I believe in. I do it a lot. And there's another rule to this, a little Uh, nugget. I have a story. I I messed this up once. Rich got bumped in the
4: hallway at our old job at SXM. Rich got bumped. Someone, like, bumped him, gave him an elbow. I don't remember that part of it. That was where it started, you goon. And Rich was like... Yeah, man, this dude just bumped me. And I'm like, what? Rich is my boy. (laughs) So that's where my friendship with that guy, which really never existed in the first place, ended. I'm like, wait, that dude's bumping my guy. Rich, I'm never talking to this guy again. Every time I saw this guy in the hallway for years... I'd mean mug him because I'm like, yo, that guy is not cool with
3: my boy. So I got my boy's back. I don't like this guy. In fact, we would have events, Danny G, in the lobby of SiriusXM. Let's say we had like a listener event or a live performance or something. Spot would deny the guy food. Like, yeah, food's for the event. He would deny him entry. Spot would event. get yeah. spiteful where, where we'd be like, yo, there's oh, leftover food. food. Spot would say, but not for you Because we had Rich's <laughs> back. Rich is
4: our friend. And here's where the, you gotta, I don't know, you gotta establish another rule, I guess. Because I kept this grudge going on Rich's behalf for years. And then one day out of the blue, I brought it up that, yeah, I still hate that guy. F that guy. Rich's like, why? And I'm like, because you had beef with him. He goes, oh, we squashed
3: that beef a long time ago. I'm like, so I've been holding this grudge that, on your behalf for oh. all these someone, years. Someone had and come you didn't up. even let me know? Someone had come up to me and goes, hey, you're a good guy. And this guy, believe it or not, he's a good guy. Maybe you just got off on the wrong foot. So I was like, oh, yeah, dude, whatever. All good. We're good. And I didn't tell Cavino. So in my mind, I'm like, ah, it's squashed. Who cares about this guy? So if you squash your beef, let your friends know That's because your friends lesson. are going to hold that grudge if they're good friends, like Aaron Rodgers. So take notes from Aaron Rodgers on everything he's doing because he's doing it right.
0: All right, we have more. See you in our next on Fox Sports Radio right here. Hang tight.